0: Bidzi Small Business Society number 123. You're listening to Bidzi Small Business Society. I'm Rob Beresoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzi Small Business Society at bidzi.com and grow your business. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99, that's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidsy.com. Email rob at bidsy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidsy.com. Welcome to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. With me today is Jeannie Park, Jeannie is the co-founder at Compass Rose Video, where she helps entrepreneurs and business owners create customized and effective video marketing strategies. She helps you navigate through some of the challenges like mindset and content creation that many of us encounter when using video to launch, establish, and grow our businesses and our brands. It's so, so popular right now, and it seems like if we're not using video, we may be falling behind a little bit, so I hope to tease out some of the actionable tips that we can use today, but first, welcome Jeannie. Can you first tell us more about yourself than about what projects you're working on today?
1: Sure, absolutely. Well, first of all, Rob, thank you so much for having me on your show. Uh, I know we have a, a friend and colleague in common, and Mary Lou Kayser, and um, I think it's it's just awesome what you're doing, providing this community for small business owners. Thanks yeah. so much. Yeah, so glad we could connect. Yes. Yeah. So thank you. Um, so a little bit about myself and the business. Um, so we we started Compass Rose Video, and I say we because my husband Jeff Weinberg is also my business partner. So we started it really in response to the growing need. Need that entrepreneurs and small business owners have to kind of figure out the video thing and uh, find a way to jump in in a way that's not super expensive. And I know it can be really intimidating. Um so our, our whole mission is to kind of uh, demystify it and break it down for people so it's um, digestible and, and doable. And my background is that I, I was actually an actress for 15 years, did a lot on the stage at different regional theaters, and, um, and a lot in front of the camera. Um, so when I left acting behind, I thought, oh, well, I'm never going to use these skills again. Um <laughs> Little did I know that, you know, then I went into life coaching and had a hard time, um, really struggled to find clients. Um, so then when I kind of heard about the video thing, I thought it was a huge aha for me. Here is actually how I can combine what I know about, you know, performing well in front of the camera with my coaching training to, to really help other entrepreneurs to get comfortable in front of the camera and... Um, and, and really kind of blow up their marketing and grow their businesses using video. And and you had asked about the projects we're working on. So we actually, the, this um, podcast is a perfect time for us, actually, to to be talking together. Because we, we are really excited about... Um, a whole new launch of, uh, a, a product and a service. And, you know, we can get into it a little bit more, but it's, it's all about around creating a, a no brainer video marketing strategy that you can implement. And, um, there's an e-course and there's like a, a group coaching, um, uh, project I put together. Um, but it's really about breaking it down and, and implementing a strategy. Cause I think that's where people fall down a lot is that they, um, you know, they, they kind of hear about video, so people might kind of throw up a video that they make with their phone and put it on Facebook. Maybe they you know throw it on their website and then they don't understand why they're not getting that reach and that conversion and that engagement. Um, and it's because they're not being strategic and thinking through uh, what those videos are and what the content is. So that's what we're so excited right now to be sharing with people Um because that's been working for me and my clients. And I, I just really want everybody else to be able to take advantage of that too.
0: We'll talk about it at the end of the show as well. But plug in right now, Jeannie, what is uh, the new service that you're offering? What is that platform that people can benefit from, um, you know, in using video to market their business?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I guess the, the very first way that people can kind of get their feet wet if they're interested is, um, an e-course that we have put together. And, um, it's called, it's the create a no brainer video marketing, um, series, uh, video training series. And it's a series of 12 videos that we've put together. And they're really just, you know, anywhere from three to seven minutes each, because people don't want to sit and watch hours of video. They don't want to read, they want to watch video, but they want to watch short videos and it's everything soup to nuts that you need to get started. Um, so beginning with, um, making sure, you know, who you're targeting, making sure, you know, where you're going to be putting your videos, uh, how to make DIY videos, but do it well. Cause don't we hate, we're getting a little tired of the, somebody holding their phone and they're in their dining room and there's a blank <laughs> wall behind them. And, you know, and it's just very blah, right. We've seen a million of those. So how do you do it, but do it well. And then most importantly, how do you do you create a social media strategy so that you've got great content, you're getting on a regular schedule, you know how long your videos should be, where you should be posting them, and how it all all of it's tying together to really support your brand, get the word out, convert those customers for you, and not sabotage your brand. Um, And if it's okay at the end, I'll talk a little bit about this free webinar so that you get to know a little bit more about me and what this is. Um, And that's coming up on August 30th. But I love to talk about that at the end.
0: Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. Don't give too much away right now, Jeannie. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Are are you talking about uh, when you're creating video, are we talking about Facebook Live? Are we talking about the 10 or 15 second videos on Snapchat? Are we talking about, like you said, the five or seven minute videos on YouTube? What is most effective, if not all of them together?
1: Um, Great questions. And I'm glad that you're really up on some of the newer um, offerings that are out there, like live streaming and like Snapchat. So here's the thing about video is that it's exploded so quickly recently that there's so many options out there. And I I think that this is a little bit where people can feel overwhelmed. So I just would love to break it down a little bit. Um, So, okay. The very first thing that a lot of people consider when it comes to video is, you know, deciding whether or not you need to have like an introductory or explainer or promotional video on your website. So, I think, you know, it kind of depends on your business. Some, some businesses don't even have a website. They might just operate with a Facebook business page. Um, so, I would say if you can, you know, by all means, um, that is a good place to, to start. Uh, it, it's like a calling card, right? You, you you look up different places, businesses, and you. It helps if there's a video, and videos do help. It increases the chance that a consumer is going to buy from your site by like eighty five percent. Wow! Right, like yep, the that's num- a meaningful num- number. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a really huge number. Okay, um, so but what when I'm working with my clients in terms of their strategy. Yeah, and we do that too. We do videography. So that's something in the Portland area. If you're around, we can certainly help you out with that. But that's not the only place and it's not a 100% you have to do that. So let's say that that's not where your focus is. Maybe you're a solopreneur and maybe you're more, um, uh, or a consultant, and maybe you're more concerned with um, your content strategy. So say that you're a blogger something that's really hot right now and really easy to do is, um, to create like video blogs and you can either fold it into your current written blog, or you can just kind of add some video. So you could take some of your previous blog or podcast content and then convert it into a video. So that way you're going to reach, you know, maybe different people in your social media channels. And sometimes it's fun to kind of, if you've got great content, like say you've got, you know, a killer podcast or blog post, um, you might want to do it in a couple different media. um, Yeah, cast the net a little
0: further, yeah.
1: You cast the net further. And you kind of go a little bit deeper, too. Um, So that's one way. Um, So a lot of people will make videos with their phones. And you can make Video, you can make fairly decent videos now with your cell phone, especially with the HD cameras and the more recent ones. But there is kind of a little bit of an art to doing it well, and that's definitely something that we coach on. So, you see a lot of people doing little videos and putting it on Facebook, and that's great. So, that's that's a huge I mean, a lot of things are going towards Facebook right now. Facebook has overtaken YouTube in terms of you know, video. Um, people who are doing video, the amount of video, and especially because of how easy it is and how effective it is to boost your posts and to create ads and video, you know, in those posts and ads. So here's another statistic that's going to amaze you. Having video on a landing page can increase that conversion up to 800%. Right? So, yeah, everybody kind of, even if you're a podcaster, I never tell people, oh, stop doing podcasts. Um, Stop writing your book. Stop writing a blog. I love podcasts and I love reading. But why not promote your podcast using a little bit of video? So,
0: so interesting. Yeah, I just want to say like this is just sparking me right now because if you go to our page, our homepage at com, we do have some video there, but it's an animated video with a professional voiceover. This is not necessarily the type of video you're talking about, right?
1: Right. And, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with that. So for some people, um, some people hate being in front of the camera. Um, and for some businesses, you know, there could be some, a CEO of like a bigger company. He has no interest in, in like, you know, being on his website and having his face out there. So starting with like an animated explainer video, with some voiceover, that's absolutely a great place to start. However, if you're looking to really take advantage of, of uh, what all the research is showing us and how huge a difference video makes, I would definitely encourage you and um, other business owners like you to take it a step further. And, I mean, if you think about it yourself, you know, um, if you think about some of the really amazing video campaigns that are out there, like the Airbnb campaign or the Dollar Shave Club, um, there's something about having real people and real faces, especially if you're the face and, or voice of your business. There's something about that human to human connection. I think it kind of lights up our cerebral cortex in a way that um, there's just no substitute for it.
0: Uh, Well, I can promise you, uh, Jeannie, and to my listeners, you are going to see my face on that homepage replacing that animated explainer video very, very soon. I promise you that. And that's the promise to myself I'm making right now to you and the Small Business Society, Jeannie.
1: (laughs) I love it. My work here is done. That makes me so happy.
0: Absolutely. Let's drop the mic.
1: (laughs) Okay, drop mic. They're they're both done. (laughs)
0: Absolutely. Now – Let's let's continue. Um, So I want to talk more about your journey specifically. So you're enjoying some success, but it likely wasn't always that way. Jeannie, tell us what was the biggest challenge you faced in business or otherwise? But what sticks out in your mind as your biggest challenge? And typically, our listeners here are looking for some of the actionable steps that you might have took to really embrace and overcome that challenge.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love these stories too. Right. Because we always feel like when something doesn't go wrong, I'm the only one. And we go to that dark place. If it's me, I'm a failure. It's never going to work. And believe me, I still have those moments. I still freak out. uh, Not as much as I used to. Um, So I guess one of the most challenging um, times for me was after I decided to leave acting. I got really burned out on kind of pretending to be other people for a living. Um, So I I decided, you know, to go into life coach training and um, at the same time, while I was uh, in training, I had a a day job, and the day job was to be this receptionist slash office administrator for a a tech company downtown in portland and um, and it was a great company, and I love the people there but um oh my God, it was just a a soul killing job because I was just stuck at this desk right and and i was just I was just starting to build my coaching practice and I had no idea what I was doing. I, I mean, marketing yourself as, um, you know, uh, an entrepreneur is very different from kind of hustling as an actor because you're just auditioning all the time. That's all you do is look up the auditions and you go. So to make a long story short, I, I would just sit there and, you know, put ads in the paper and, and throw, do a workshop that nobody would go to, like literally. And And, you know, I I had two clients in a year and made $1,200. And I was thinking, oh, my God, like, what? How am I going to (laughs) eat? What the the heck am I going to do? I had no money. I was like, I'm just going to have to be this receptionist for the rest of my life. You know, I'm in my 40s. And um, it was just looking really grim. So, but I kind of took what I had. And this is what we all do, right? It's all a version of the same story. I took what I did have and I made the best of it. So those hours, I was chained to that desk. The good thing is I had access to the internet and nobody really cared what I did as long as I got my work done, which took about two hours out of the day. So the rest of the time, I was learning and studying. I was learning social media. I was, I started a blog, um, I would follow other people and see what they were doing. And I I figured out how important the video was. Um, So, and then I I just learned from one person in Portland, hey, Portland's really a networking town. You really got to get out there. And through that, I kind of found the networking group that was kind of my niche. And I really kind of learned to mine that particular vein. So when you super niche yourself, you actually make it so much easier Um, for other people to find you. So we've kind of built this vertical now. And um, then I had to get out from behind the computer and just kind of do, right? Like you have to sort of put the training aside. Um, And all of the rejection I faced uh, as an actor, like every day, (laughs) every day you're rejected. Most of the time you're unemployed. And it's constant, constant hearing no's and knocking on doors. And you just got to get up and... Uh, you know brush yourself off and and go at it again this may sound familiar to you <laughs> because that's what we all do right it, you just try stuff you get to uh, you fail and then you brush yourself off and you you go at it again so i think it's that real clarity of the goal and your why and uh just there's so many times you want to give up and there's so many distractions, um, but it's just that focus and belief in yourself and knowing, and it's also a curiosity that if this isn't working, what can I do differently that will make it work? And after you try enough times, if that's not really not bearing any fruit, you know, go on to the next tree or the next orchard. Okay. So how, well, let's try this. Um, so I don't know if any of this is resonating with you, Rob, but um, th- it's definitely been my experience. And, uh, and I'm, I'm happy to say that it's, it's starting to bear some pretty good fruit for us.
0: Great stuff, GDM. Not giving much narrative because I just want to let you go on that stuff. You're giving us such valuable tidbits of information there. Love it. I mean, you're saying that, you know, once we encounter those problems as entrepreneurs, we are ultimately going to find solutions. We don't see them necessarily as failures. They're just opportunities to find solutions to problems. Great, great stuff. And uh, all that rejection obviously helps us grow that thick skin too, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I guess that that's the um, sort of cliche, right? Like we all say that you have to grow thick skin and um, to be honest, like I'm actually a pretty sensitive person. And I think that's one of my strengths is that I'm very kind of empathetic and compassionate and, um, you know, very kind of emotional person. Um, So I never really feel like I have a tough skin. I think it's sort of like, for me and a lot of maybe women in particular might uh this might resonate with you but it's almost like rather than being less sensitive it's it's kind of like leveraging that same compassion to kind of think well okay so this particular prospect didn't sign up with me but you know maybe it's not about me like maybe it's really about them like maybe they really can't afford it right now. Or maybe they really still have a barrier in their mind. Maybe it's still super uncomfortable for them. So rather than think, oh, there's another rejection, I think, how can I support her right now and engage her further in the conversation and just kind of be curious, like what's coming up for you, you know, and how, maybe how can we reframe this to think, like, what if money weren't an issue, You know, how could we still work together? And so maybe it's about creating a payment plan for you. But you see how like that kind of curiosity and compassion, it's not really just thickening my skin to a rejection. It's really just being open and curious and loving and compassionate to that prospect and to myself. So it's sort of a whole different way to look at a sale.
0: Yep, absolutely. I love that perspective, Jeannie. Thanks for that. Yeah, that's
1: awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Now, in addition to video and talking on podcasts, uh, what are some of the other methods that you're using to really engage with and grow your audience? And Jeannie, help the aspiring entrepreneur understand what it takes to really gain some traction in what seems like a really crowded social media and marketing landscape.
1: Yeah, great question. So, yes. um, And some people are able to just do video and kill it. And, um, and kind of grow business completely from video. And I think it's really hard to kind of just do video in a vacuum and just sit behind your phone or your laptop and make videos all day and just post them everywhere. Um, because it's always about a conversation. It's always about people. And so even people who are, you know, like James Wedmore, you know, you may know him. He's a very uh, successful YouTuber. And now he's kind of jumped over to Facebook because Facebook is overtaking YouTube. Um, but even he doesn't just do videos, like he does webinars and he does like in-person seminars and workshops, but he's always leveraging video with all of those tools. So that's kind of my approach. So yes, I do a ton of video. I also do public speaking. I also do webinars and workshops. Um, because I'm impatient. I mean, I just want things to happen like now. So, but everything I do, I work video in. So this is something that I I feel like everybody out there can do. So if you've got a phone and say that your thing is you do a lot of public speaking, you know, why not take your phone and do um, a little live streaming? So you were talking about live streaming earlier. So Periscope or Facebook Live, and this is something we coach on. Um, So if you need some support or have questions, you know, contact me. do it, get a testimonial from some people who loved your talk at the, the live talk or the workshop. Um, if you're doing a, a webinar, you can use video. Like I say, it, it increases your conversion rate on a landing page up to 800%. So use a video instead of just an image to promote your webinar um, or for your podcast. So, um, and yeah, the social media landscape is so crowded. And that's actually why video is so effective because it's not just an image and it's not just a text. Video gets shared 1,200% online, more than text and images combined. And it's the shares, right? Like that ice bucket challenge. It wasn't just the challenge. It's because everybody <laughs> and their dog got into it and we shared everything. So that's what you want things to do to go viral. Um, and once people get to know you, you know, they they get a sense of your personality, your energy, how you look, how you move. That increases that all-famous know-like trust factor, which you have to have in place before people will buy from you. And so once they feel like they know you after a while... Then when it's time to purchase something, a training or whatever product, they're going to go to you because they feel like they already know you. They already like you. They already trust you. And that's another why video is huge right now.
0: Creative juices are flowing for me over here, Jeannie. Again, thank you so much for the great, actionable content. (laughs) Look, and if you're like Jeannie and you look great, you sound great, you are actually doing your clients and you're doing the world a disservice by not being on video. So get out there, put yourself out there and create that video content.
1: Exactly. That was a perfect soundbite. Thanks. I might have to borrow that from you.
0: It's all yours. (laughs) Thank you. Jeannie, talk about some of the challenges that your clients or really anyone have in creating video content.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of challenges out there because I know this because I have conversations with people every day about it. So in terms of the creation of the content, okay, so something that a lot of people get tripped up on is how long should the videos be? I get asked that like almost every day and it's a great question. And the answer is, okay, for most of our videos that we're posting, like say in a video blog or you're just kind of uploading them to Facebook, um... I would say if you can keep it under two minutes, that's good. And the reason is that statistically people will click away if they see that your video is two minutes or longer. So obviously if you're like a Tony Robbins, if you're like a Marie Forleo, if you're Oprah, you can get away with a lot longer. So, you know, those people have empires. But for most of us, you want to keep your video short. And that's a huge barrier for a lot of people. If you're used to writing, you know, it's, it's a cinch for you to write, you know, a, a three-page blog post. To get that down to two minutes is very tough. But you really want to think in sound bites. You always want to have a strong hook because you got about three seconds before someone's going to click away if they're not interested in you, especially online. Um, and, um, and then it's also about packaging your content into themes. So what is the theme? So for us, as an example, we have a theme for our video blog, which is how to make your DIY videos look professional. And isn't that so much like more interesting than just, oh, today I felt like doing a video on, huh, um, my exercise routine lately, which you see people doing all the time. It's like, okay, but what does that have to do with your business or what your customers want? You know?
0: Jeannie, you're peppering in some interesting stats here. You're just breaking down the science of video marketing. So yeah, very much appreciate that. So let me ask you this. What is going to be the most dominant social media platform in, say, 12 to 18 months and why?
1: That's a really great question. And and I'm glad because that opens the door. You had mentioned Snapchat before, and I do want to talk about that. So Snapchat is hugely, might be the fastest growing, especially amongst the younger demographic, like probably, you know, I'd say even as young as 14, 15 to like 24. And here's here's the thing that's interesting. A lot of us, you know, who are older, even like older millennials and baby boomers, uh, Gen X, baby boomers and up, we kind of think, oh, you know. Like you go on it and you're like, yeah, it's silly. There's a whole bunch of little filters. And we think that's not really where my clients are. But guess what? They're going to grow up. And and these um, this demographic is spending money. So play with it. Figure it out. And I'm just reading a, a book by Gary Vandercheck. Do you follow him at all?
0: I do. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And I, I love what he says is that you really have to kind of respect each platform and engage on that platform the way its users want. So if you're on Snapchat and you're creating stories, which is what you do, that's video on Snapchat. Um, you take these uh, very short, like, you know, seven to 10, seven to ten second videos, and, um, and then they stay kind of on your profile for the day, and then they disappear. And a lot of businesses are getting into that. But you can't, it's not, you can't just get in there and just, like, promote. And sell, and you know, it's really got to be kind of fun and ironic and tongue-in-cheek. So the that's answer your to, opportunity uh, to
0: kind of get personal, right?
1: Yeah, get personal. You know, have people on your team get involved, not just you. Um, you know, have fun. I mean, Snapchat is super fun in terms of their filters, what you can do. You can draw on there, all the different little emojis um, and symbols. So that's that's what. People who are doing it well are using all of that stuff because that's what's fun for its users. Um, So definitely keep an eye on Snapchat and start to get involved. Um, And it's interesting that Facebook, you know, bought Instagram. So I think even if you're not a huge Instagram user or you think your people aren't on there, it's a cinch now if you're creating uh, an ad on Facebook to also promote it on Instagram. So you might as well, if you have... Uh, the resources, like boost your presence on Instagram, learn about it more, and then you might as well promote um, when you're doing your Facebook ad.
0: Yep, absolutely. I'm still lurking and following a uh, couple dozen people on Snapchat, yet to really dig in, but again, you're giving me the push I need here, Jesus. Now, forgive me for jumping around here towards the end of our chat, but let me ask you, do you love to win or hate to lose and why?
1: Oh, it depends on the day. I love to win. Um, I'll be honest. I love winning and I hate losing. But the older I get, the more I realize that it's really, they're not that that different. It's sort of like the older you get, the more you realize the line between love and hate is actually very, it's a fine line, right? Who do you have the most... Um, animated fights with? Like, who do you sometimes think, oh, I'm going to kill, you know, how many times do parents say, I'm going to kill my kid? You know, of course you'd never do that. You know, of course you'd never kill your spouse, you know, but you feel that way. And it's kind of the same thing with winning and losing. Um, cause without losing, you're never going to figure out the thing that's going to make you win. And if, if it's only about winning for you, um, I mean, you got to look at that, like, Because is it really, is it really a win or lose proposition? Like I'm always about the win-win, you know, if I'm really dedicated to my clients and listening to them and asking them and serving them, then I'm winning just by virtue of the fact that I'm helping them. And then that's going to help my bank account and everything too. But if you're only chasing those dollars and going for you, people are smart. They're going to smell that, especially on social media. You don't have the luxury of that time.
0: Yeah, and you're not really growing if you're winning all the time. I don't think you're not growing from those failures or those losses, right?
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think yeah, you just got to be humble and stay curious and open. And um, you know, it's it's all about the journey, really, right? It's not really about the destination. It's really about who are you becoming, what do you stand for, who are you helping on the way? Because at the end of the day on our deathbed, are we really going to look back and say, you know, if I didn't hit this number in my bank account, my life was a failure. No, you're going to think about the meaning. Like, did you take the risk? Who did you help? Who did you love? You know, how much integrity did you have? All those kinds of questions. That's, that's what's really important.
0: I'm not going to ruin any of that by inserting any narrative here, Jeannie. <laughs> <laughs> now give our listeners something actionable. What are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day?
1: Oh, gosh, I wish I had some kind of great answer, but I'm just so boring and like everybody else. I mean, I I just love, you know, I'm very lucky in that I have a wonderful husband, Jeff, and we have a daughter, Hannah, who's 15. And we're just this, uh, you know, tight little, um, very loving family. And, you know, we just like, okay, we just finished watching um, Stranger Things on Netflix. Have you checked that out, Rob? Yep, I've seen uh, the first four or five
0: episodes, yep.
1: Okay. Well, we just love that show. And like, you know, it's just so fun for us to, we make dinner and then we just kind of, um, relax and like settle in and watch our our favorite show. And we talk about it. And, um, so that, um, and sometimes we'll go for walks and I'm just so boring. Sometimes I read, (laughs) I just, I just like to, you know, I'm kind of a homebody and I just like to hang out with my family.
0: Uh, what's the book you have currently open on your end table or your coffee table?
1: Um I'm reading that um the Gary Vandercheck book the uh jab jab hook I think it's called um have you read that one?
0: I haven't read it myself as a jab 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 left hook or right hook yeah yeah uh, I'll probably edit this in so I sound like way more of a pro so <laughs>
1: <laughs> I should know cuz I'm reading it. I think it is jab 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 right hook and it's it's brilliant because you know it's that thing of where you're told with your content marketing you want to give 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 and then sell, you know, or give, 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 ask. And it's, it's just a good reminder. Um, so another way to think of it is like serve, 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 and then make your offering, you know? So a lot of, you should always be thinking about how can I help my, um, my audience and social media? What do they need to know? Ask them, what do you need to know? You know, where, where are the holes for you, the gaps for you? Um, how can we be of service? And then say, and here, I've created this great offering for you to take advantage. And I've listened to what you wanted. And here it is. And it's at a price point that you can afford. So, um, and then your tribe will love you.
0: Now, boil this down for us, Jeannie. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about integrating video with their current marketing strategy?
1: I think rather than the try to take that fear and just push it to the side. And it's that thing, like invert it. So look at it as an opportunity. So it's an opportunity to get very clear on, okay, so what are, people talk about brand pillars, like what what is it that you wanna put out there? How do you meet your customer's needs? And how can you tell that story through video? And there's so many ways to do it, but really trust your instincts. And if there's one thing I actually want you to remember, it's that done is better than perfect because all of our perfectionist, neurotic, uh, procrastinating crap comes up when it comes to video. <laughs> and I know because I work with people on this every day and I always tell them it's so much better to just get started and do it. Um and buy my course <laughs> so that you know how to do it well because I do want you to reflect. That's the thing. We work so hard on our brands. We work so hard on our businesses. And the last thing I want you to do is like put up something that's going to undermine all that. But you still need to get started and you know, start where you can and then get better. But don't shoot yourself in the foot by putting it off or getting too perfectionistic about it. Just Just jump in there and then... Um, Let people like me help you. Um, And I promise you, I promise, promise, promise it will be worth it in the long run. Because if you don't get into it, and I'm serious about this, if you don't get into it now, in a couple of years, it's going to be too late. Because that's how dramatic the, the shift is and the statistics are about video.
0: Yep, I said it in the intro, if we're not on video, we're probably falling behind. Now, Jeannie, you have an upcoming webinar where you break down and demystify video even more than you have here today. Can you tell us more about that?
1: Yes, I would love to. So I'm so excited about this. And it's, um, it's called create a no brainer video marketing strategy to double your revenue. And it's free. It's, I'm going to be live. Some of these webinars are recorded. This is live and, um, it's going to be August 30th. So that's Tuesday, this coming Tuesday at nine o'clock Pacific time. And, um, um, and I, I want people to know that, you know, when you come on, you will get a free gift that I'm going to um, give to you uh, at the end. And I'm also going to have a Q&A session at the end. So bring your questions. Write down your questions about video, about um, live streaming, about different social media channels. Bring them. Um, and here's how you sign up. So go to my The Easiest Way is probably on Facebook go to our business page, which is Compass Rose Video. It's the name of our company, Compass Rose Video. Go to the events. And it's the very first one at the top. You'll see it says free webinar, the name of the webinar, create a no-brainer video, blah, blah, blah. And go to find tickets. And if you just click on that, you'll just go right into the registration. You'll get all the information. Um, It it is free, but it's just, that's the best way to register. Um, So I really hope people show up because I'd love to get to know you.
0: Again, guys, search Compass Rose Video on Facebook and click on the events on that page. I'll see you on the webinar, August 30th. Let's demystify this video thing together. Let's do it. Now, Jeannie, if people want to connect with you personally on social media, how can they find you?
1: Um, so personally, on Facebook, I'm Jeannie Park, or you can you know, get to know me through my business page, Compass Rose Video. And um, on Twitter, our handle is at um, crvideo.
0: Look, we all need to get on video. Jeannie Park is demystifying video and inspiring today's entrepreneurs and small business owners. Jeannie, thank you for taking the time to join me on Bidzy Small Business Society. This has been great. Take care.
1: Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much, Rob.
0: Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to bizzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at bizzy.com.